Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan, and welcome back to the Fandom Optimists. This is the show where we love stories, and we love when they bring us together. This week in fandom, we're talking about Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves, and joining me today is fellow Hall of Pods podcaster and host of True Believers, a comic book podcast. Chris, welcome back. It's been a while. Thank you. Uh, you just uh, booted back up your podcast, right? Like a few weeks ago? Uh, yeah. I, I don't actually remember when I did that or when I made the decision to do that. I just know that I told Andrew I was going to, and my mom told me that me and Andrew <laughs> needed to release more episodes because she said I needed a hobby. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing it again. That's fun. Um, yeah, so you saw Dungeons and Dragons. When did you see Dungeons and Dragons? Was it like opening weekend or? Of course it was. Yeah. Yeah, I I mean, I play a lot of Dungeons <laughs> and Dragons. I hate when people feel like they have to go online and give people spoilers. And I really, really, oh, yeah. really, really, really love Chris Pine. So oh, I love Chris Pine. He's so good. Oh, wait, I and Michelle think... Rodriguez. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> I don't think I've ever disliked a Chris Pine performance. Like, ever. Uh... I mean, me and him have beef because of that one thing, but no. Oh, what, he, he was, always... what was the one thing? What, what was the one thing? Uh, have you ever seen Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse? Yes. Okay, so I watched that movie with all of my brothers, right? Well, not <laughs> all. I have four brothers, and okay. my oldest brother is a father. And so I saw this movie with, wait, uh, yeah, three of my four brothers and my nephew several years ago. My brothers are all significantly younger than me. Of course, my nephew is significantly younger than me. My, my older brother is eight years older. Okay. So I'm sitting here with a grown man and, and three, yeah, three little boys, right? So I'm sitting next to my uh, second youngest brother, and he asked me, he's like, is Spider-Man going to die? And I'm looking up, and I'm an adult, so I'm like, this is a kid's movie. Of course he's not going to die. And then I started <laughs> thinking back from reading Ultimate Spider-Man and Into the Spider-Verse, like, because it was years ago. So I'm like, and especially years ago then. So it's like, wait, hold on. How did Miles Morales become the Ultimate <laughs> so then I had to walk that back so fast. And my little brother's looking at me like, you lying half for you. You, you got to go. No, he's not going to die. Well, I'm, and I was don't get your hopes about it. So I was like, no, he's not going to die. <laughs> this is a kid's movie. So Spider-Man's oh, no. not going to die. See? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. You got beef with Chris Pine. I respect that. I mean, um, <laughs> he's still eight, though. He, he's like, he is now my favorite Spider-Man. I love Chris Pine. He just brings... That's entirely fair. He was great. He in my heart. He was great at the beginning of that. Um, so th this will be kind of fun talking about Dungeons & Dragons because you play a lot of Dungeons & Dragons, and I do not. I just went 
What? Like, I, went, I went partly because Chris Pine action movie, and I was like, oh, cool, I get to go see a Chris Pine action movie. I know a little bit about Dungeons & Dragons because my girlfriend plays a lot of Dungeons & Dragons. What kind of nerd doesn't play Dungeons & Dragons know, in this day and age? I don't get it. I don't get how that one never caught on for me. You uh, you know what? You would probably not like Dungeons & Dragons, but I, I have, like... RPG in existence, and there's mm. one I think you would like. It's called like um, I know it's got some kind of movie element. It's something like trapped Ooh. at the movies or something like that. But it's like a spin on kids on bikes. Um, do you know that show from Netflix? The one with it's like in the 80s, and they play a lot of D and D, and it's all them little funny the looking Stranger kids. Things. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I thought that. Kids on Bikes, which is the system. I thought it was a spin on Paper Girls, which is why I agreed to play it. But then I found out it was related <laughs> to the Stranger Things thing. Oh, that's and, funny. Yeah, so I was like pissed off. Like, <laughs> who to play this? This is garbage. But oh my I, God. I actually, I only watched two seasons of Stranger Things. And the only reason why I even watched those was because in 2017, I went and saw the Power Rangers movie because I don't know if you know this, I'm, I'm a huge fan of Power Rangers. And I thought the guy who played the Red Ranger was so hot. They have said he was going to be in Stranger uh, Things. Like, I've been listening to uh, me and Blue slowly review every season of Power Rangers over on Cape Corner. I have not, but not you, because you I don't listen to Cape you'd, Corner. You'd probably no. find it amusing. <laughs> no, because I have the supreme opinion on Power Rangers. <laughs> I I don't know if I've told you, like it never comes up that I'm such a big fan of Power Rangers. Yeah, it's never come up before. That's cool. I I have watched like almost every season. I had to get back into it because I stopped watching it like 20 billion years ago because I hated yeah. Wild Force so much. But I own like almost every season on DVD. Oh my God, that's cool. That's I I didn't. I have, I have Dino Thunder on digital. Dino Thunder, power up! Why did I, I do that? Fucking, I fucking well, because it's irresistible. <laughs> oh, I've been indulged. I could have resisted that. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dino Thunder and Ninja Storm are are kind of collectively my favorites. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, mm-hmm. most of the time, well. Mm-hmm. They're too old, but I was I had a resurgence of Power Rangers when they cast mm. Camille Hyde, oh, yeah. and because my nephew was a little boy, so it's like okay, yeah, that makes I, sense. Yeah, I have this entire wall of my bedroom. Was well, not it's not the whole wall; it's just the door. But there's a scratch on the door, and I had to cover it with something. And I worked at Walgreens, so I printed like an entire wall full of <laughs> screenshots and like self-made oh posters God. of Power Rangers. When I tell you this boy thought I was the coolest person in existence for <laughs> such a short amount of time, um, the only Power Rangers uh, memorabilia that I have. Let me look over at my. Uh, bookshelf of nerd and I've got oh I've got a, a red Dino Thunder Morpher but I lost the strap for it I should get this I should get a new strap for this you could probably and, find that on eBay uh, probably yeah and I've got the the dragon dagger the green dragon dagger I've got that's right dope um, I have a Dino Charge Pink Ranger action figure cool. and I have a Zeo no, it's not Zio. Um, which Yellow I, Ranger are you? She's too far away, okay? I know that I've got a bunch of Power Ranger action figures in a box in the attic of my parents' house. 
So. Well, I don't know. I bought this toy as an adult because well, the show came on when I was an adult. I bought these toys because I don't think adults should have too many toys. So yeah. I have like I have all of the only five I think black women have ever been Power Rangers, and I have all of their action figures. Um, yeah, that, I have two I, Fast and Furious cars. That's not very many now that I think about. And it's it's <laughs> been like almost thirty years, right? So like the more yeah. I say it, the crazier it sounds. Um, Did you see uh-huh. once and always? I've got it on my list, but then I'm like, but like, if anything happens, I'm going to be like, um, actually, (laughs) well, actually, I already had an um, actually, because they said the villain was like, like Rita Repulsa killed his girl's mom. And I'm like, how could Rita Repulsa kill her mom when we know in Mystic Force, she became the Mystic Mother? Like, Mm -hmm. but then I'm like, first of all, it's for kids. Second of all, it's a show. Third of all, Mystic Force came on like 20 years ago. Also, I should tell you, they do kind of explain it. There's, they give a reason. It's a very Power Ranger-y logic reason, but they do give a reason. And I love that. I, it's oh. like I, had to, I have to take a moment of time to like remove myself and stop being obnoxious because I love Power <laughs> Rangers. I just, I love Power Rangers for what it is. I'm not one of those people who needs Power Rangers to be like all these the grown cool, adults gritty, who are, yeah. yeah, how are you mad that Power Rangers is for kids when when you watched it, it was for kids? Like, yeah. loser, get life. If you wanted Power Rangers to be "quote unquote" darker, you should have given the 2017 reboot Rangers what they deserved because that movie was great. And I will never, that I will movie never deserved not. a sequel. It it deserved five sequels. Okay, <laughs> I every single one of them was made for this. Literally mm-hmm. made for this. Especially RJ. What is his name? Siler, Kyler, the Blue Ranger, Billy. Billy, he oh God, that down. Him. And he's great in everything. He's in this Western called um, The Harder They Fall. Oh, it, he cool. gives such a... Un, yeah, uh, the movie is a little bit controversial. Uh, like, I won't say had, why. You had Brian Cranston as Zordon. How did anyone dislike that movie? I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like Brian Cranston, but... Oh, I love that guy. It's just because he made that show where he like was a drug dealer or whatever, and yes. I just found it very unserious. Um, this, is gonna, this is about to be some some Chris lore that sounds crazy, but like at the time the show was coming on, I knew a lot of real drug dealers, so I was like, "This is very unserious." This is that's not realistic. I liked it better when you were just the dad from Malcolm in the Middle. I also <laughs> approve of people doing drugs. Just my little PSA, right there. <laughs> just throw that I, out there. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> never do drugs. I'm lo- that's a lot, actually. Like, <laughs> like I derailed you all the way. No, that's, that's how this. That's when this shows that it's best. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. Wait, wait, wait. please. The what? Can I? Can I enter this? In? I got yeah, this. sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. We begin in the forgotten realms. In. Weirdly, Icewind Dale, a man strangely called Edgin Darvis, which is the ugliest name I've ever heard, and his <laughs> stalwart companion hold a kill for through the most roundabout method possible, make their case to a parole board. All hell breaks loose. This is Dungeons and Dragons at its finest. Jordan, what did you think of the movie? I loved it. I had so much fun. I thought it was terrible. 
Was it no, no, was it inaccuracies on Dungeons and Dragons? I'm just joking. I'm just joking. The thing is, I and who who knows? We because my friends saw it during the um, Amazon preview, which. Mm-hmm. I mean, you you would maybe know this having a comic book pop culture podcast. I find that I'm I get a lot of information ahead of when the general public gets it just because oh, yes. that's all you yes. see. Yeah. So I was telling my friends, I was like, oh, hey, I think Amazon is doing a thing where you can watch the movie early. And she was like, don't mind if I do. <laughs> and this is a friend who's played Dungeons and Dragons with me before. And she was like, oh, my God, you would okay. love movie and i was like why and she was like you'll see and the thing is there are two things i love about dungeons and dragons one not following the rules if i'm the dungeon master and two other people (laughs) suffering i don't believe anything can truly be great unless you fail a lot first and also it's actually an oddly inspiring quote (laughs) that's me that's my there actually is like a beat (laughs) In Dungeons and Dragons, <laughs> inspiring speech. Oh my god! <laughs> and that's me. Oh, that's perfect. I think no. It, anybody who sees me on the streets, my feet is alert. I'll beat your ass. <laughs> or observant, yeah. or with me. Dungeons and Dragons, shrink. Come on. You know what? Yeah, Miranda keeps telling me I should play Dungeons and Dragons, and and I. I did try. I played one game and I didn't vibe with it. Maybe I should try again. Maybe I was in a bad mood. Maybe. I do think I need to get like my full vocal ability back before I go. I, I get lucky with my voice right now. Did you hear about the, the vocal stuff I've been going dealing with? Oh, because you had the COVID, right? Yeah, I had the COVID a uh, little under a year ago. And ever since then, I've got a, a vocal condition that really fucks up my ability to, uh, to, to comfortably speak for long periods of time. But if I've just warmed up and I'm feeling pretty good, uh, like today, I'm able to do, you know, podcasts. So I'm just like, yay, okay, I'm getting bits of it back. But, you know, maybe when I get the rest of it back, I'll go into Dungeons and Dragons with a, with a fresh confidence. You should just do what I used to do. Like when I first started playing, I rarely ever spoke because <laughs> I I seem talkative because we're doing a thing, but I almost yeah. never talk and it kind of freaks people out. So I'd be That's like, funny. I would wait every 20 minutes. How much are we getting paid? <laughs> they were so surprised to find out that my character even had a backstory. I was like, oh no, I know that I'm a sorcerer, but my brother is a wizard and his tuition at wizard school is really expensive. So <laughs> I need money. Oh my God. Yeah, you're sitting there like, no, I've got the whole story in my head. You just don't get to hear it. No, no, no. The <laughs> fact that I had, I, I dropped that lore like in writing, but you know, nobody reads and you don't know, but nobody else, yeah. nobody reads anybody else's backstory. I, I'm saying specifically, you don't know. Yeah. Miranda, I feel like I should be talking to Miranda right now. That's, that's my girly. <laughs> Never met her, but we're, we're like this. You can't see it. I'm crossing my fingers. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, yeah, she, uh, she loved the movie as well. Um, of course, Birds of a Feather. Okay. Me and her. Uh, so <laughs> let's get into it. Um, the so first thing that amused me was his name is Edgen, 
And I was like, okay, that, that is a sufficiently Dungeons and Dragons-y sounding name. That's cool. And then I thought it was very funny that he goes by Ed. That just added a little comedic layer to me that everyone else has long, complex, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons I mean, names. And everyone keeps calling him Ed, and it amused me. Hey, it is what it is sometimes. <laughs> My friend Georgie, um, in the the off and on game that I dungeon master, she has a dragonborn sorcerer called Dragonia Sorcerton. Mm-hmm. And she has a draft horse that pulls a cart, and she named it Camilla McHorseface. <laughs> so, I, I mean, and then Andrew plays a warlock named Xantina because he tried to name his previous character Anderson Christina Aguilera Cooper or some stupid shit like that. And I was like, you know what? No. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. Um, okay. So this movie starts out with, uh, with Chris Pine begging the, the parole board, I guess, kind of thing for yep. uh, early release. And I, my God, Chris Pine, like immediately I'm all in because of how great Chris Pine is. So, so we have the opening of the movie where it's all these cool flashbacks but with the awesome comedy of of uh chris pine waiting for jonathan um i love that they're building up for the audience that it's just oh did he pay off jonathan does he like is that like a friend of his that's gonna help him you know that's gonna help say oh he deserves to be let go <laughs> it's like nope oh i'm picking you- even further, because I they mentioned specifically that Jonathan would be great because he's an Aarakocra. And I'm start I'm in the movies during this whole series of flashbacks, like, how would an Aarakocra be helpful? Like, I was like, I don't think they're uh, like, I, I don't think they're all aligned a specific way. Like, I don't think they're all particularly compassionate. What could him being an Aarakocra have to, have to do with anything? <laughs> And my friend's leaning over. She's like, what's an Aarakocra? I'm like, it's like a giant bird person. And she's like, why would he want that? I'm like, I didn't write the movie. I don't know. <laughs> what, what good does this do you? And so they did so good because they set that up for us to wonder while we're watching all these flashbacks. That was a great way to start a movie because we're learning more about him and his history and why he's here and that he's not like evil or anything he's a thief but he was never doing anything all that terrible um so we we immediately get to set up pretty much everything we need to know about him from the start it's pretty cool i mean honestly in dungeons and dragons is murder and stealing really all that bad I mean, people go out of their way to do the Wizards of the Coast, the company that makes Dungeons and Dragons, they just released a, a freaking heist book called Keys from the Golden Vault. So can we even <laughs> say that stealing is really all that bad in the front run? Fair enough. That's Not the really Lord drop. <laughs> I told you, inspiring, inspiring speech. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so we, Jonathan comes in, they jump out the fucking window. 
Wait, no, Jordan then comes in as they're about to tell him that his parole yes. was approved. And they I jump loved out. this. I love no, that they jump out and they go, no, I wait. I don't understand how they tell because he dipped his little stamp in green ink. Like, I was like, oh my gosh, they're about to get off. Like, Chris, pay attention. <laughs> and he's literally, he's telling the most moving story. And I, I mean... I peeped. I was like, I peeped what's wrong with this immediately. But he was like, oh, my gosh. So what had happened was I used to be a really great guy. I worked for the Harpers. I did all this great stuff. Then a red wizard of Thay came and killed my wife and just left me with this baby. And then I was a mess, met my bestie, met some other besties. And then <laughs> we became thieves. And I was like, you have brought this on yourself. I don't know in what way, but somehow one part of this story doesn't make sense to me. Yes. And then he and then throughout all of this, he's like, but, you know, uh, when will Jonathan be here? <laughs> yeah. The way he kept breaking into it just cracked me up. It was such a good opening to a movie. Just the fact that that lady finally told him, listen, we have told you several times he's he's delayed by the weather. Do not ask about Jonathan again. Yeah, he's like, okay, fine. And he keeps telling his story. So, uh, also, I love the uh, the the score uh, when the title card appears after they. You escaped. and the music, man. I love the music. Uh, I I immediately put that one on my on my playlists uh, <laughs> when the title card appears in the Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> This is going to sound corny, but I don't know why I expected them to have, like, a rap song. I don't know why. It, why? it functionally doesn't even make sense. But, you know, movies do that all the time. Like, they'll just That's throw true. in a random rap song. And I feel like this is one of the few times where it really would have fit. Uh, makes sense, yeah. Okay. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, gosh. What, where do we go from there? What, uh, he goes to... Um, Everwinter. Yes, he, he goes to a... Hugh Grant's place, right? Yes, um, in Neverwinter. He's Lord Never Ember. Okay, I know. Wait, no, sorry. I know too much about Dungeons and Dragons, and I'm. I don't think you want the full explanation. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we go to to Hugh Grant's place. Uh. And I I forgot who, what was his name. It was Forge. Forge. Was Forge. William. Yes. Okay. Um. So we go to Hugh Grant's place, and. Uh, they did good at immediately, like at first, I'm like, okay, he was in, he, he was in the flashbacks. He's a friend. Cool. And he's being all nice and friendly to them. And then he reveals that uh, he's basically lied to uh, Ed's daughter and is, has kind of turned her against him by being very dishonest about exactly why he was in prison and I mean, yeah, there's no honor among thieves. That's true. <laughs> and, uh, oh gosh, they, they did really good at that because I was like, wow, this feels like you would save this for later in the movie, doing the big twist that someone you thought your, was your friend was the villain. But it's like, no, right up front, here, here's the bad dude. We're going to take this guy down. And the rest and of it I is felt kind of planning that. And I love that. They catfished me because I went and saw this movie because I love Hugh Grant, our, oh, no. our handsome romantic lead of the early 2000s. You know, <laughs> Hugh Grant doesn't even like things that are remotely scary. I, 
you know, I'm not even going to go for the low joke on Hugh Grant because I love him. I, I had to go home and watch two weeks notice. I was so pissed. I was like, how dare you? I'm going to go home right now and watch four weddings at a funeral. Oh, uh, oh God. He was, he was a lot of fun in this too. He was very, best marmy bastard. He was, he was giving serving. And he was also funny. Like, where, he's, where, where he's talking about, he says, oh, really this, this uh this coffee is just or the tea was it coffee or tea it's so cold yeah but yeah <laughs> he's saying i'm sorry i'm sorry could you could, oh no you know, it was hot and it? he was like can you please cool it down she stuck her entire finger in that <laughs> cup i was pissed off for him like he said oh, I think you're gonna do no it's still he... tight okay why did i sorry <laughs> Nobody else cares that much about Dungeons and Dragons. It's oh, me this, and Gary Gygax. This will be fun. Um, and I love the way he delivers. I uh, I didn't realize you were going to put your uh, your whole finger in the, the... I'll just save this for later. <laughs> and he just he set it right down. I did not understand from... Because I, I don't know if I ever mentioned this to you, but I really hate watching trailers. Uh, I only really watch them at the movies. Okay, yeah, yeah, I think you have mentioned that before. But I watched the one for this movie when it came out, or, mm. or when the last one came out, and they've Twitter has been harassing me with them thirst tra- trapping a uh, reggae on page for the last like couple months, and I was like, listen, I get it, he's handsome, he's in the movie, I'm already gonna go see it, I'm already <laughs> gonna go see it. But so I'd watched the trailer and I didn't understand that Daisy Head was in it. And right before I went and saw the movie, I think Shadow and Bone season two had just come out or I knew it was about to come out. So I'm watching mm. the movie and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's Jenya. And I was like, why does she have on that little hat? She had on that hat because she was a freaking red wizard. I was like, ah, that had me gagged. I was not expecting that. So red wizards are, uh, are uh, an exciting concept in Dungeons and Dragons? No. Okay. That is a miserable concept in Dungeons and Dragons. But so like it's something that you recognize and you're like, oh my god, that's a red wizard. Yes. Okay. When I and I'm one of those really you know all those stereotypes about like black people at the movies where they like mm-hmm. make a bunch of noise or whatever. <laughs> I really am that stereotype. So I'm sitting there like oh. <laughs> Black movie theater. I don't care. I'm having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like you can come back and see it another time if you don't like. You better figure that out. It was me, and luckily it was me. My two friends, all of my friends are Mexican, pretty much. So they're there. Okay. They're sitting there, perfectly sedate, because we're not watching something out of out of pocket for once. We only really go and see weird movies. Um, and then it's like three black. So it's like our row was just loud as hell. We're like, oh. See, and then the little boy who's sitting like three seats down from me, he was like, See, I told you, I told you she was evil. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Yeah, I had a good theater experience. Um, you need a good, a lot of people, and I don't get it. I'll, I, well, I'm, I get what they're saying, but I don't relate to them. There's a lot of people who hate people who like interact with the movie a lot and like get excited about stuff. I'm like, But it's, it's fun. I love yeah. when people get super excited about something in a movie. 
it depends on what the movie is because if it's a movie that other people think is quote unquote sexy that just pisses me off because i don't even like it when people kiss on tv so i'm like i like me and my friend um on valentine's day same fr- same friend who was sitting next to me during dungeons and dragons actually okay we went and saw magic mike uh the last dance because <laughs> i really look like unironically I really like those movies. I think they are so funny. They're so unserious. Not the first one. It's really boring. And it's like a Steven Soderbergh understood that everybody hated that first movie. And he came back with number three and he knew he had to step. So he was like, I'm going to get Salma Hayek. I'm going to get all these British people. Ever has to make sense. Plot doesn't make sense. I'm cheering. But when people were in, I went and saw the second. Like This is disgusting. I First of all, I came and I had to cover the seat. Because I I heard people were acting up when the first one came out, and I saw the first mm. one like on TV, and I was like, oh, whatever. But then the third one, and so the third one was sedate. But when I went and saw the second one, people were like, mm, mm, and I was like, ew, you <laughs> nasty, dirty freaks, you go home, go home. <laughs> but if it's like a horror movie, I only go see horror movies in like black neighborhoods. Don't go in there. Okay. Get out of here, <laughs> It's, oh, that's funny. It's different. <laughs> and I can't even say it like I only I say it like I only go see them in black neighborhoods. It wouldn't matter where I went and saw them because I'm the person like acting up the most usually. <laughs> um what uh okay, what was I what was I just gonna say? I was, there was something I was gonna ask that I was excited to hear your reaction on in this movie. I'm trying to remember what it was. It has slipped my mind and now I'm upset. I have that effect on people. <laughs> I really, I wish I could think of another Dungeons and Dragons reference really quickly, but I can't. I'm sorry. All so, I can think of is stupid Pokemon moves. So I love. Uh, speaking of Pokemon, uh, Justice Smith is is in this. Um, That's my man. I love him. He's great. Uh, <laughs> he did. He was so much fun in this. I love that he's doing um, this really shitty magic show, and it was like, not shitty. He well, accomplished his goal. Yeah, and it turns out that he's like a much better sorcerer than than he is pretending to be on the stage because he's robbing everyone behind their backs while uh, while he's putting on this this uh, fake shitty magic show. Uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a good piece of character uh, development that I'm like, okay, so you're, he's actually pretty talented, has some self-esteem issues, and he's, and he's still doing his thieving. It's, it's 80% perspiration, 20% inspiration, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really excited because I had looked at the trailer, and I had guessed pretty much what everybody's class was. I was like, you, 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 and you. But Justice Smith, I, I figured he was going to be a wizard because no, mm-hmm. I didn't think they were going to give sorcerer representation. When I saw, <laughs> I what is that girl's name? I just call her Jenya because she's my favorite character on Shadow and Bone. Um, oh, I, I, I didn't really, 
Yeah, I didn't realize she was going to be a red oh, wizard. I so I assumed characters. that Justice was going to be a wizard because I was like, obviously, like, they're the most iconic. Well, not the most iconic, but, you know, mm-hmm. when you think of Dungeons and Dragons, you think wizards and stuff. Yeah. I did not realize she was going to be a sorcerer. Sorcerer is my preferred class because I don't need to learn magic like a nerd <laughs> from a book. I just mm-hmm. am magic, period. But I've never played a wild <laughs> magic sorcerer before. So that was really exciting to me. But then he started to surge and I was like, oh, yeah, that's why I don't play that. <laughs> Do you do you know what that means, or did I just explain it? Uh, you, it's, I think I have enough context clues to to get it, kind of. When you um when you start building your character, you have to if you're a sorcerer, you pick your sorceress origin or whatever, and mm-hmm. that's like the basis for all of what your powers are. A wild magic sorcerer, like you are still just inherently magic. Nothing's happening to you. It's usually it's just your bloodline, but it is a bit chaotic. And every once in a while, you do have to surge. So I think you roll like a d100 or a percentile dice or something, and then from a list of effects, the dungeon master determines what's going to happen to you. And it might be good and okay. it might be bad, but it is random. That's fun. Um, okay, we meet. The uh, the shapeshifter. What? 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 Dort. Yes, I am trying to remember what she is called. Doric. Um, oh, a Doric is the is the name of the actual thing. Okay. Oh yeah, um, she's a tiefling and a druid. Druid was the word that I was trying to find in my head, and it should have been much. E- it should have been much easier for that to come to my mind. Um. It's okay. That when I get cool. you in the player's handbook, then you'll be you'll be aware. <laughs> um, I really liked that uh, the, her scene where she's shape shifting into all these animals. And I've actually heard that this is not accurate to the game. Nope. You, but you it was cool. That. It was really cool. It was great. Uh, great movie yeah. making. The first thing she she wild shapes into, I think, is an owl bear because she does it from like a horse. <clears throat> and you can't. I don't remember why, but it's because I think it's. Because monsters and not animals mm. but i'm not 100 because i would allow it because i think it's cool <laughs> yeah and then we get the we get the scene where she's listening in on the bad guys and she is a fly and then she transforms into like so many things she right hit like a, a mouse herself like she was going crazy yeah and then she did eventually turn into a deer paying off a brilliant joke which was very fun I liked just, uh, I liked Holga uh, constantly saying, but we, we might need a deer. She might need to turn into a deer. She said she could turn into all this stuff, and one of them could be a deer. Like, I <laughs> love that Holga was a very low, low... I'm not sure if it's intelligence or wisdom right now, because it's 8 a.m. or because... <laughs> uh, and I've been awake for a very long time, but she was like, no, I know, I know things, but... I just don't know everything <laughs> and I'm going to assert what I don't actually that's how Michelle Rodriguez really plays Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I watched her do it for a charity stream. Oh, that's and funny. when I tell you, she was insisting, she was like, I'm going to roll this perception. And they were like, no, we needed to roll investigation. So perception. <laughs> <laughs> she, she said it like 50 times. And I don't know if you ever watched true blood, but apparently Deborah Ann wall is like famous in the actual play quote-unquote community i don't even particularly well i just got an actual play like the summer um, okay but i didn't i was like oh my gosh that's that girl from true blood oh, I'm 
seven years. What do you oh, do, Dungeon cool. Master? <laughs> um, Ironically, one of the kids from the Stranger Things was there, and so was Jack Black. Hey. Oh, I love Jack Black. He's Who funny. doesn't love Jack Black? He's my friend Alana's celebrity crush when she's not being a furry. <laughs> oh man, I remember I saw some uh, Twitter post or something, some social media post about Jack Black that was saying something like, "Jack Black is the one person that I need zero context for. He can show up anywhere, and I'm cool with it." And he's like, "If I got abducted by aliens tomorrow and I see Jack Black wandering around on the mothership playing an accordion, I'd be like, yep, okay." Jack Black doing his thing. Yeah, like when <laughs> when the whole WAP challenge was was done going viral, and Jack Black did it like a month after, and I was randomly on TikTok, <laughs> and all of a sudden I see Jack Black by the pool uh, from the top, make it drop. I was like, okay, Jack Black, and then I was like, huh, that was weird. Flipped away. <laughs> uh, he's so fun. And it was only uh, weird just because I thought everybody was done with that, so I was like, oh, yeah, true. Um. So okay, so we get all the cool the cool shape shifting scene. There's oh, there's so many things that happen in this movie that are fun to talk about. We meet our what? What class? The paladin. Is he? Yes. Okay, so he's a paladin. Okay. Zanki Endar, the paladin, the subject of my constant Twitter harassment from the Dungeons <laughs> Dragons movie ads. He was so fun. I loved his role in this. He was so lawful good. I was inspired to create a lawful good paladin right after watching <laughs> that movie. And and he doesn't understand the metaphors, which is always a fun fun thing to play. That's always mm-hmm. fun. And he he also had he he was giving inspiring speeches left and right. Everybody mm-hmm. loved him except for Chris Pine, which I think is funny, like just narratively, because people who feel a lot of guilt for their past wrongdoings they are always like that when confronted (laughs) with (laughs) when they're confronted with someone who like does the right thing and is known for doing the right thing and who Mm -hmm. believes they could be a good person they are always antagonistic and i eat it up every time (laughs) that's fun um and i love that he uh he kills a dragon that's cool He's a badass. He ate that. Just everything he does is so cool. <laughs> I love it. And the fact that literally everybody <laughs> loved him, like Doric, who loved nobody. Um, she was like, yeah, no. Mm. Uh, they're, they're literally like, oh, yeah, so we need this. We need this thing that, oh, oh we missed a big thing. Uh, what is that man's name? Morden Kane and Seal was on this vault that they were trying to break into and Simon was like, oh, we're not getting in. And I that, that was relatable because I had to say that to somebody. I was like, oh, pack it up because we're not getting in. Okay. I don't know enough magic <laughs> to get up in there, so we're not getting in. <laughs> uh, they didn't even go for what I would have gone for and that was blow up the wall. Um, oh, yeah. The surrounding wall. And then they were like, oh, <laughs> so we need this thing, this helmet. And the only person who was known to have it, first of all, they go dig up all these dead bodies. Oh, we left shit, that out. I missed that. That's like my that was the funniest scene. And Holga was like, "No, actually, I know exactly where, where we could probably maybe find that thing because my family mm. had it like a, a couple hundred years ago in battle." That's so funny. And so they go and they dig up all these corpses and they're asking them questions. I don't even think you can use that spell that many times in one day. Actually, in fact, I'm certain that you can't. 
they dig up <laughs> all these dead bodies and they're so asking does it, does it have the same rules in the actual game though that you have to ask five questions and then it goes back to being dead i don't know i don't mess with necromancy stuff okay I, I actually very much do. I'm also building a necromancer character literally right now. <laughs> <laughs> Most of the time, I'm just... The secrets of the dead are theirs and theirs alone, but I just know there's no way he would have that many stuff. <laughs> they, they pulled okay. up so many bodies. It was so much fun. And I love when they get to where like they've gotten everything they can from one of them, and he's like, you can't just leave him alive. you got to finish asking him the questions. And they just slowly uh... all back away. Yeah, but I, I love that one where he goes, okay, um, what's your favorite food? And he's like, uh, I like oats. <laughs> and he goes, um, well, maybe actually it's this. Well. You know, and I love when he goes, do you like cats? And he goes, not really. <laughs> he says, what's two plus two? And he says, I'm bad at math. And then goes back to being dead. <laughs> oh, that killed me. That was so much fun. I've never related more to a dead body because <laughs> I feel like if somebody had to dig up my corpse and ask it questions, that would be the kind of foolery I'd be on. <laughs> and when he asks the one, what's your favorite book? And he goes, oh, man, there's, there's so many to choose from. If, I mean, if we're talking literary classics, then we're... <laughs> it starts just rambling, so they all leave. <laughs> I like that all of Holga's ancestors, they were people after my own heart. Uh, that first <laughs> one, though, he was he ate with that when he was like, they were like, oh, so you can only use this so many times. And they're like, OK, OK, OK. And then he's like, whatever this is, question. Yeah, he's accidentally like, killed in the battle of whatever it was. And yes, and he goes, yes. And he says, OK, four more. Right. And he goes, yes. And he goes, no, 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 that wasn't that wasn't for you. That shouldn't have counted. Right. And it goes, it did. <laughs> he's like, and then he no, says, no. "Only answer, answer when I tell you, okay." <laughs> this is okay. And he goes, "Why did you ask that as a question?" He goes, "I didn't." <laughs> and then it dies. Oh my god, that scene was in in one of the commercials. Um, and and when I got to it, I was like, "Okay, this is very funny," but I'm a little sad that I already know the joke because I've watched the commercials. But then the scene keeps going for like. A dozen more dead bodies. Oh yeah, because I thought fire. it was gonna be it. I thought that was gonna be it, and then I was like disappointed when it was happening because it was so yeah. funny, and I was like, "Yeah, oh, oh." <laughs> and the fact that they didn't rebury any of those bodies kind of made me mad, though, because I'm like, "This is your family, Holga. Come on." Oh yeah, true. I didn't think of that. Well, I guess time was of the essence, but like, don't leave your ancestors' remains uncovered. People <laughs> steal dead bodies in this world. Yeah, hmm. I didn't think of that. That's an interesting one. Um, okay, so we get to... Oh, yeah, so we've got Paladin guy. He's cool. Um, he kills He's like, dragon. yeah, I know you're a great man. And he, ins- he was like, I'm going to inspire the crap out of you, Chris Pine. I'm going to mm-hmm. lose. My eyes are sexy. Your eyes are sexy. I'm getting ever closer <laughs> to you. I'm going to this Harper book. Is because you might have forgotten your oath, but your oath hasn't forgotten you. And then Chris Pine was seething. He was like, get him away. Mm-hmm. And then and, he kills uh, the dragon. Yeah, then he kills the dragon. Then we get out of the cave that had the dragon in it. And I absolutely love when he's like, okay, time to leave. You know, see you guys. <laughs> he walks away. And um, 
and Chris Pine's just admiring him as he walks away. He's going like he's literally he narrating his walk. He walks in such a straight line. That's amazing. And he goes, "Oh, what's he going to do? He's coming to a rock. Is he going to walk around it?" He goes, "Nope." Nope, Walk straight over the, straight over the wow. top. Yeah. <laughs> and then apparently Reggae Jean didn't hear them when they said cut. So that's why you can see him walking for a really long time in the background because that's they were like, really cut, funny. cut, cut. And Chris Pine just kept talking. Oh my God. That's such a fun thing. <laughs> that's yeah. a lot of fun. Uh, he was a great addition to the movie. And but they they catfished. They they promoted him like they promoted Chris Brown and Stomp the Yard, where they were like, "This is Chris Brown's first movie. Chris Brown's first movie. Chris Brown's first movie." And everybody still loved Chris Brown then, and so everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, this is his first movie. It's his first movie." And you watch yeah. Stomp the Yard. He's in that movie for fifteen minutes <sighs> at the beginning, and then he immediately gets killed. That's what happened to Reggae Jean Page because I assumed he was in on the heist from the one trailer that I watched. So yeah, you go through, you're like, oh my gosh, he's joining in. But then I'm like, he's a lawful good paladin. What? And I'm like, oh, leaving. Yeah. Hmm. That's true. Um, okay, so we, oh, we get Justice Smith's fun scene of trying to figure out how to use the helmet. That was a lot of fun. He, he needs to, he doesn't understand yet that he needs to, to believe in himself. Uh, if he, he wants to, to attune. He's got to believe that it's it's 20 percent. <laughs> an inspiration to. Yeah. <laughs> I really was going hard. Could you tell at the beginning where I was like, it's. And then I immediately could not remember what the. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny. You nailed it earlier. Is it really 80% perspiration and 20% inspiration? I can't remember now. <laughs> because I, like, I said it so confidently the first time, and I was like, I feel like that's really wrong. And then trying to bring it back, I was like, which way is right? <laughs> so he's talking to uh, someone that he believes is like one of his ancestors, but it it kind of turns out that it's a it's a projection, and it's really just his own consciousness that he's talking to, I think. Is that what I was meant to get from that? Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's cool. Um, Simon is actually descended from, like, you become a sorcerer because there's magic in your bloodline. Usually you're, like, descended from some, usually it's, like, a dragon or something or some creature. But he's descended from hmm. a famous wizard. Oh, yeah. That's cool. So, like, that guy, I'm like, oh, this is a real character. I was really surprised that they made him black. Uh, it sounds silly, but usually, like, if you have like a light skinned black person, they're like, uh, this can be a white person, yeah, fair enough. (laughs) He's black. (laughs) That was my moment. I was like, I'm if you've ever seen the picture of Beyonce at Wimbledon, right after oh, it's like 40 seconds after everybody else gets their feet to like clap for Serena Williams and she puts both of her arms up and she's like, yes, but with no mm. expression because she doesn't like sports. That was me in the movies. Yes, That's funny. That's really funny. I like that. That was my um, take. They, they are coming up with plans to get into the vault and uh, their plan was pretty cool put a portal on a painting 
and cover it up and then put another portal on a table and then send the painting into the vault. That's pretty clever. I like that a lot. And the plan would have worked really like, and the plan had layers because they managed to get into one of the carts that mm. <laughs> that was on its way into the vault. I like it had layers. They it was a daring kind of escapade to get on there until the painting fell over. Yep, it just fell clean over, hit the ground, clang. That was like the uh, they rolled a one on something. They absolutely did, and then <laughs> they they rolled a one on stealth too because that freaking lady who was at the parole board who said Jonathan <laughs> really loud. I was like, that looks like that same lady from the beginning. Yeah, because it was. She that's ratted them funny. immediately because they are super wanted. Yep, that's funny. Um. <clears throat> How did they eventually get? I'm trying to remember what actually wound up happening. Oh, we have a we have a Doric doing the um, doing the uh, scraping away little bits of the the, concrete, the floor. Basically. She's like, if I can get a quarter inch, I can turn into a worm and I'll just appear inside. That was a pretty good plan. That was good thinking. It worked. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns out that they're not in the place they wanted to be. And they wind up. But, how did they get sucked into having to do the games? I think it's. Oh, they get captured. That was it. You know, actually, they didn't just get captured. They decided to walk in to Castle. Is it Castle Neverwinter? I haven't looked mm. that up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I I play a game on PlayStation that is literally set in Neverwinter, and it's like my the only thing that I play on PS4. That's and <laughs> yeah. It's the fact that my friends told me to try playing video games, and I I immediately found a game that was both free and related to Dungeons and Dragons. So it's like <laughs> loophole. Exactly, that was my thought because I, I don't like games with guns. I'm like that's boring. But I they go into the castle and they they first Simon's doing magic. He's like, oh, it's Edgin performing la di da while we walk through the door. But then I think mm-hmm. Simon he fell in a hole and yeah so, he got his like he got his foot trapped or something yeah and so Edgin starts morphing because it's like a minor illusion and it's the most disgusting morph ever he looked like was he was so melting funny. and he he sounded like i loved it he sounded like a toy when it gets broken <laughs> yeah it starts like just playing the same bit of the song over and over it was really funny it's like when you have a record and then just go that 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 and then you have to like hit it and it's like da 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 that's the best way to describe what happened. <laughs> I was fighting back tears during that. That was like that I, I, I was laughing too hard. That I don't know why that was genuinely the funniest thing in this movie to me, but that that was killing me. No, my um Oh wait, the funniest part of the movie to me actually we skipped over it, but uh, Holga was like, oh yeah, I used to be married or something like that, but her husband told her, oh, we're not married anymore, which I guess is that's how you divorce people in Dungeons and Dragons. We're not married anymore. Don't come <laughs> yeah. back. But So they went to his house, and it was Bradley Cooper, and he was a hobbit. Yeah. And that was fun. So that's just like her thing. She just likes halfling men, I guess. Um, yeah, and, and he, he apparently also has a type. 
yeah, he likes big, rough women. Mm-hmm. So I was watching that, and I'm looking at Brad. It took me so long to realize it was Bradley Cooper because that was like the one that scene took me out of immersion because he's so badly put in. Like I thought it was gonna be like Lord <laughs> of the Rings level because he's a halfling, and halflings and hobbits are the same thing. But you can't say hobbit or else you get sued. So I'm sitting yep. there like kicking my feet, tears coming out of the corner of my eye laughing because it looks like have you ever seen that um that meme time because they had all the disney cameos and it's like it's like yeah it's like villains meeting yes what do you think lightning mcqueen (laughs) (laughs) and that's all I could think during that scene. And he's sitting like, and the, the thing is, everything in this house is regular size. So he's sitting there filling up a fraction of the chair. And it's it's just making mm. me mad. Because I'm like, if you're small, why isn't your chair small too? Nobody's judging you. Yeah, that's funny. That was such an inconsequential boggle. So they walk into the castle. They just like walk in the front door. They distract the guards. And then once distracting them doesn't work, obviously, they just were like, well, we're going to beat your ass. Yep. And they beat their ass. Personally, <laughs> I would have gone with that first. Yeah, true. You know the phrase, don't shoot the messenger? Mm-hmm. Well, I believe in shooting the messenger. I shoot the messenger. I shoot the <laughs> king. I shoot the guard. I shoot the the mercenary. I shoot the dog. I shoot everybody. Oh, my God. (laughs) If I come in your house in Dungeons & Dragons, you better hope I only want to rob you. And I don't even believe in stealing like that. (laughs) Um, So we we get to where... Oh, gosh. How did... uh, Chris Pine winds up in that room. Yes, he's like, I'm going to go up to my daughter's room and I am going to confess everything. I'm going to tell her I'm sorry I was a horrible father to her. And like, I'm going to explain the truth because he's like, I can't leave without my daughter. And I was like, period, father moment. All right. (laughs) Zaddy vibes, like always, Um, but more literally this time. So he's like, he's like, okay, he's stopped apology too and it starts to move me and I was like this is going too well yep yeah not her (laughs) you should have rolled a perception check Michelle Rodriguez could have told you (laughs) because the Kira his daughter immediately morphs into the red wizard lady I was like are you serious and then Mm. Hugh Grant pissed me off so bad with this because she obviously she immediately wraps him up with were they like tentacles? They were like tentacles. That was weird. Uh, and, yeah, I think they were. And Hugh Grant is like, man, we used to be really good friends once, and I really hate to watch you die. So I'm oh, gonna. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, so I'm gonna leave the room. Yeah, that's so funny. Honestly, move. That was brilliant. That's a that's a good line. I love it. I and love, then oh God, this is such a they good all got captured like really quickly after that because it was going really well at first. Simon had finally attuned to the stupid helmet after uh, after his ancestor told him, "Hey, you suck. Don't put this helmet on again." And he was like, "You know what? No, my friends need me." So then he attuned, and then 
the ancestor turned into him uh, into yep. a really old version of him and then a really young version of him and then he was like okay you finally got it and i was like okay that but let it go because you're so hot justice smith i'm just let- <laughs> although it did remind me of this kids movie that i love called the kid who would be king patrick stewart mm-hmm. is in it but there's this really gangly british boy who was merlin and merlin ages backwards or whatever so- so he That's like funny. whenever he gets really weak, he turns into Patrick Stewart. Oh my god, that's funny. Yeah, he like turns into a bird, or he turns into Patrick Stewart. There's no real in between on that. <laughs> and so I'm sitting there looking. I'm like, oh, you turned old. It's now giving me Patrick Stewart vibes. Now oh I'm kind god, of thinking about the last Wolverine movie, whatever that was called. And I was like, oh, this is just not sexy. This ain't sexy, player. Like, and then I was like, but it is. It's back to being you. I don't know. It was a confusing moment. It was like when you read a young adult novel and you're in middle school and you're like, oh, is this what people talk about when they get to high school? Oh, it's confusing. <laughs> so we finally uh, get into the thing. And uh, this is, I have like a gap in my memory here. Oh, they all got captured and then they okay. start bargaining. Oh, Chris Pine, I mean, Edgen, we should, we should probably call him by his character name because I know we said probably. Chris Pine 50 billion times. But he's like, he's like, <laughs> he's hey. He's so Chris Piney. It, it, this was a movie star movie. Uh, yeah. It was, it was not, it was not like him. It's not him as an actor. It's Chris Pine, the movie star. Mm-hmm. So he was like, yeah how about this instead of just killing us right away we'll be in the games and the red wizard lady whose name i probably really should have committed to memory but i was i, I was don't very know stuck. why i can't hold on to that one that's i, I can't was remember that very name. stuck on the fact that she was a red wizard it threw me off so badly for the rest of me i was like she's a red wizard oh my gosh jenny you don't have to do this baby girl you don't have to do that <laughs> i was literally i was stuck on it and then she's like yeah i want you to suffer Meanwhile, she's been sending Red Wizard. No, they're not. I don't think all of them were wizards. Some of them were just like fans mm. of various yeah. occupations. She's been sending people after them, like all movie. And she's like, oh, yeah, those people let them escape. So kill them. I was like, it's kind of giving girl boss. And it was kind of giving girl <laughs> boss when she sent them to the end. You know what we left out? The thing that the freaking paladin was a Thean. I was like, oh my gosh. And he's immortal, which is weird because. Yeah. He was like, he was like, here's my tragic backstory. And I was like, this is so Dungeons and Dragons. Just immediately you meet people and you're like, hey guys. <laughs> I know I just met you five minutes ago, but here's my backstory. Mm-hmm. It eats. And I was like, it did eat low-key. And then I feel like I felt very stupid because at no point did I ever mentally consider like based on all of the foreshadowing of the movie, I didn't consider what her actual plan was, even though I felt like I feel now it was quite obvious because we mm-hmm. get through the games and I'm like, what could be the purpose of these games? Like, it's just everybody in here, but she seems to have a vested interest in people being in the arena. Yeah. And a lot of things have been going down. Uh, she didn't seem to care about money or anything. Mm-hmm. And so they they start going through the the games and they're like, oh yeah, hey, we're in the games. Nobody can use magic. 
they start trying to fight their way through the games. They encounter mimics, uh, gelatinous cubes. Doric figures out, hey, if we put our arms in the gelatinous cube. <laughs> we can that take was you. cool. That was, a, that was a clever strategy. Yes, uh, it was really clever, but it pissed me off because I've been going all over the city of Fort Worth trying to find a gelatinous cube standee to pose with, and I have not found mm. one. So it is a high point of contention for me right now. Are you in Fort Worth? Yes. Yeah. I'm in Fort Worth. Oh. <laughs> oh, shoot. How the fuck to meet us? We could have done this podcast in person. <laughs> That's funny. How does that never go up? That's crazy. I don't know. I just, like, because I've heard Texas before. Like, you've mentioned you're from Texas. But I was like, uh, Texas is You could have our post Fort Worth. Yeah, Even like, when Texas, you're in Wales. The odds of you being anywhere near me are pretty slim. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Actually, being on Twitter, it was way more likely because, you know, they show you uh, accounts that are, like, closer to your area or whatever first. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand how it works. I said that, like, I did. Like, I, but I'm not Ashton Kutcher. I can't tell you how to sign up for Twitter. What's funny is my Twitter account still says I'm in Austin. Because <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I never felt like updating it. <laughs> Uh, I think mine funny. might actually say that I'm like in water deep or something, but that's just because all of the games that I run for Andrew and our friends in Wales, I base them out of water deep because it is my favorite setting. <laughs> that's fun. I, I like know it. too much about Dungeons and Dragons. Like that's really fun though. I <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we've got. The, the 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 cube. They go into the cube. They Wait, turns not into a before snake. they went into the cube. We see the ultimate cameo. Forget Bradley Cooper. Oh god, what was it? It was you know those people that they encountered in the games, like that yeah. random party. Yeah, they're the kids from the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Not movie, the show, the cartoon, or they're dressed like them. Oh, that's funny. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. So I'm literally, when I tell you I'm in the theater losing my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's Bobby the Barbarian. They didn't have Uni the Unicorn, though, because I felt like that was weak. I'm like, we can't have pets now? So you're just going to be anti-animals? <laughs> and then they go in the cube. Okay. And yeah, they go and in then... the cube, and they're in like the, the back door of the moving maze. Yeah, and then they manage to get out of the, the thing, and they figure out how to get out to the boat, and... Then they go is, on the boat. Yeah, this is where they figure out, so they finally get to tell uh, Edgen's daughter, I, was, I, fought, I fought off the urge to call Chris Pine again, <laughs> Edgen's daughter, uh, the truth, she finally knows the truth, yay. Hugh Grant grabs her from behind. Get away from my boat. Oh, yeah, that was a very quick turn. That well, was, we already knew he was quick. a snake, so. Yeah, I just, from her point of view, this escalated very fast. This is just a bad, this has been like, what, three days? Like, two days ago, my dad got out of jail. I found mm -hmm. out he lied. Now I find out my uncle, who's been raising me, was lying. This lady's a red wizard. 
Just found that out. Also, she's evil. She's been here the whole time. This is a rough week for her. And also, she had on such a pretty dress. Like, she had on her party dress. Yeah. Yeah, she's cool. She was also, uh, she also played the main character's daughter in uh, 65. And and I was like, the whole movie, I was trying to figure out why I recognized her because I saw 65. What is 65? 65 is base the the quick pitch is adam driver spaceman nah, versus dinosaurs. you're good <laughs> that's the that's the quickest way to summarize what that movie is because that's all it is it's okay. it's adam i should have i should have asked first versus dinosaurs that's it that's the whole yeah because i saw the trailer for that in the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and mm-hmm. again, I don't know if it's ever come up, but I really don't like Adam Driver, so I was like, "That's Ew. probably come up at some point." I tuned <laughs> all the way out. What I mean, do you have against Adam Driver? <laughs> I've just never liked him. Like, well, it's okay. not that I never liked him. It's just that he had a little bit of goodwill from being Jason Bateman's brother in uh, "This Is Where I Leave You" because I really like "This Is Where I Leave You," and I admired that the author got paid like two or three times because okay. I think he's the producer of the movie. He definitely wrote the book and I think he wrote the screenplay. That's cool. So I'm like, oh, period. You, If you can get paid three times off of one thing, you're winning. But oh, yes. he had a little bit of goodwill from that. But then I watched the Star Wars sequels and his character <laughs> is so underwhelming in them. And like, honestly, it's not even that I don't like his character that much because I don't. But my mom, when I tell you, we, we watched Star Wars I watched Star Wars really recently, like in 2016. I really like John Boyega. So I was like, oh, I'll watch Star Wars because I've I've kind of seen the Clone Wars before. And I've yeah. actually met a couple of the actors who were in Star Wars, despite the fact that That's I thought cool. it was really. Yeah, I mean, it, it's cool, but I, I accidentally insulted Star Wars to them. So, oh, no. well, I told them it seemed kind of stupid, uh, but they were like, well, do you know anything about it? And. I have like an encyclopedic memory of stupid stuff. So I, I'm like, oh, no, I think this happens and this happens and this happens. And they were like, no, you I, I don't want to say who it is because it's really embarrassing. And also one of them has passed oh. on. OK, but we had a very actually me and that man. We had a very pleasant interaction at a Comic Con because I didn't know who he was. <laughs> so he asked, he was like, oh, are you a Star Wars fan? I was like, no. <laughs> he invited that, actually. But we had a good old chat. That's All right, really please. funny. Um, and then after he left, my friend who I went with, he was like, oh, my God, did you do you know who that was? And I was like, oh, it was a really nice. I repeated his name back. I was like, he told me he was a really nice old man. And then uh, the security people came, pulled him away or not pulled him away. But they're like, oh, sir, we're ready for you. And I was like, oh, so I guess he's famous or something. That was the most. <laughs> oh, my you want to know who I went there to meet? Because I went there to meet somebody very specific. This oh. is the most teen girl shit you're about to hear. I went to go meet James Marsters. Uh, who plays Spike on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, my God. He was playing Brainiac on... I think he had moved to being Brainiac yes. 5 at that point, but I'm not sure, but on Smallville. On Smallville, And I yeah. loved him. I loved... Laura Vandervoort was there, and I love oh her. I was like, I'm super cool. And Batman and Robin were there. The original ones, Which not... Adam, Adam Westenberg Ward. Actually, that was yeah. a separate event, but it was very close together. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But I only meet James Marsters. I mean, fair enough. He's cool. I was in love. I nearly passed out. I was literally like, <laughs> I'm first of all, I'm fully like 15 or 16 years old. I'm covered in sweat, teenage hormones, because I'm like, I'm in love with you. 
I had to get out of line because I was about to pass out. And this girl named Ramona, not Ramona, named Ramona Flowers. This girl dressed as Ramona Flowers, a grown woman, actually. I say girl because, you know, I was 16. But yeah. she, she literally, my friend was there being no help. And she had to like, she's <laughs> like, no, I'm going to stay with you in this line. It's going to be OK. You're going to meet him because I got out of line twice. And then I oh meet him. God. And then I am like, will you do the British accent for me? And I don't even find that sexy. All the British people I know know that I find their accent just unserious. But <laughs> I'm like literally like believe this is the only time this will ever be hot to me. And I'm looking deep in his eyes. He's like, yeah, I do the sexy British accent when people ask. I'm like, yes, you do. Fun <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin Dragon sidebar. Oh, that's fun. That's really I feel fun. like I come on this show and I admit things I normally would have either like sla- forgotten slash repressed or would almost never admit under the pain of death. It's, <laughs> it's, it's the completely unserious, completely unstructured, winging it vibe of this podcast that I think brings that out. I mean, other than when I went on, I went on another podcast and... I they asked me about things that I hate and I don't know if well you know this this is my favorite topic I'm literally like yes. oh I hate this I hate this <laughs> oh that actor she cannot act um oh my gosh and now I can't remember the name of their podcast but I went on there to review the movie The Green Knight which was horrible Dev Patel very sexy in it though very Keegan kind of growing on me I don't know I watched the Banshees of Ender Sharon and it's like very I don't I don't know I only watched half because um, but all of that stemmed from me saying my mom really hates Adam Driver's character in Star Wars. She, <laughs> if you want to know who finds something unserious, it's her to him because she's like, what was the point of this? She made me watch Rise of the Skywalker and I watched The Last Jedi and was like, I don't want to watch any more of this. I don't think John Boyd oh is getting enough time for me. Um, okay, and that, I'm, I'm, quick, I'm done. Yeah, quick Star Wars rant. It really pisses me off that they didn't give John Boyega. It gets enough. your goat, doesn't it? Cool shit. I like that is the. There's lots of things that people complain about the sequel trilogy. In my opinion, the biggest mistake of the sequel trilogy was uh, side the sidelining of John Boyega. And the thing is. I only watch those movies because I love John Boyega. I've found Star Wars unserious for years. I think it's, I, I love Star Wars now and I think it's very bad. I think the plot is unserious. It doesn't make sense, especially in the original movies. People crap on the prequels all the time, but the prequels has a linear plot, okay? It all makes sense. They were only going to make one Star Wars movie in original because the plot from movie, it changes. And the plot, honestly, is very unserious. But then I watched yeah, George the movie. Lucas is lying when he says he had six to nine movies lined out uh, when he when he started. That's a blatant lie. He's lying like hell. <laughs> that movie is put together like those movies are put together like Casablanca. He was like rewrite, rewrite, edit, edit. Oh, they want to make a second movie. Rewrite, rewrite, edit, edit. Oh, now we got to make a third. Rewrite, rewrite, edit, edit, and. Yep. It's very unserious, but what's more unserious, the prequels, but the prequels are like the best movies ever. I don't care what anybody says. And I feel like I have the best opinion on this because I just watched Star Wars two minutes ago. Like the best movies ever. Hayden Christensen, these losers and nerds who did not 
people have been telling you about Star Wars my entire life. And I was like, oh, it's mm. unserious. I don't want to watch that. I'm not interested. If they had told me that my man, Hayden Christensen, was in it looking that good, I would have been watched those movies. I would have watched them after Jumper Hayden. came out. I love Hayden. I'm very happy that Hayden Christensen has sort of gotten to be like genuinely accepted by the Star Wars fandom finally. But even if he's not, those people could go to hell. Because uh, I, I saw I, the Star Wars Celebration. I it was like last weekend or the weekend before. I've forgotten now. Um, but uh, he was there and he got a little bit emotional at just how nice everyone was to him. And I'm like, oh, oh Hayden. Anyway. And my thing is, I'm an actor, right? Like, that's mm-hmm. what I go to school for. That's what I do. If a movie is bad, it is really almost never the actor's fault. That's Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so if the prequels are bad, why are y'all bullying Hayden Christensen? Y'all are like, his acting is wooden. Okay, listen, I don't care what y'all... People say that Vin Diesel's acting is bad, and I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell those people the same thing I tell those people. Go to hell. <laughs> I mean, they bullied Die. a child. They bullied Jake Lloyd for having a quote-unquote bad performance. It's like, it's... Come on. It's a kid. Don't do that. First of all, y'all have never seen no school plays. Like, kid acting is usually yeah, horrible. Right. I think he did a really good job for what he was. I now that being said, I, whenever I'm gonna watch the prequels, I'm like, mm, Attack of the Clones. Throw that one on there. But that's just because I don't like Liam Neeson. That's fair. I'll, I'll, I'll also, give you that actually, one. That's fair. It has nothing to do with me thinking he's a raging racist. Actually, it's all because I don't like quiet. <laughs> Terrible That's Jedi. So much he's a horrible teacher. Like he's a bad teacher to Obi Wan. <laughs> and you don't you don't raise your student and first of all, did Qui Gon used to be a slave? Because I don't remember that part. This is like when I get into these biblical discussions with people like I'm like, Well, did Adam ever tell Eve not to eat that apple? Or did he just kind of assume <laughs> that she knew? Because I don't remember. That's not part of the lore. It that was never explained. Qui Gon, you can't t- you can't currently have a student and then be like, I'm going to take on this student. You're 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 pretty much good enough to take the trials. What the hell, like, bro? Obi Wan is like 19, and <laughs> that, now he's like a 19 year old father. That did always bother me a little bit. Um... <laughs> the fact that people think. I have other problems with these movies than the ones that I have. Or, like, when people are like, oh, I'm really mad that, like, all of the sexist, white supremacist, variousists, incels hate the sequels because it's like, I also hate the sequels, but for a completely different reason. And yeah. I'm a Mr. Incredible, I'm not affiliated with you. <laughs> I feel like your reasons to not like the, the, the sequels and the prequels are, like, feel more grounded because the other people who serious think, reasons yeah well, the what yeah and and because a lot of the people who hate the prequels and sequels are doing a combination of the internet told them to or in the sequels case uh, hating uh, i don't like women black people um i don't and, like women and there's too many minorities get these ethnics yeah. out of here Kip, how dare you make a black guy a stormtrooper this is an and it, wait, that was the worst part like the the post movie gaslighting like that stuff didn't happen because before I ever watched Star Wars properly because I had seen the Clone Wars a little bit when mm. it came on like a billion years ago 
I remember black stormtrooper gate. I remember people being like <laughs> stormtroopers are white. All storm. First of all, no stormtrooper has ever taken off their helmet ever. Yeah, you, then- you've never seen a stormtrooper, and the people I assume they thought were the stormtroopers, the are- clones. Are the clones who are also not white? They're indigenous. I, I like a, the whole thing is very unserious to me. And then the most unserious thing was actually no. The most unserious thing is that's me. Uh, when people are like, I, I don't like season three of the Mandalorian. I'm I've only seen like two episodes, but I have not been enjoying it either. But that's just because I really hate Bo-Katan. I know you hate Bo-Katan. <laughs> I have a legitimate reason. I know. Like, the thing is, other people don't like this woman because they don't like women. I don't like her because I think she's a neo-colonialist with delusions of grandeur. Fair enough. (laughs) But it's like like me and Tim Drake. I've hated Tim Drake for years. Both me and Andrew have. Well, Andrew, not so much. Andrew's a Batman hater, low-key. But I hate Tim Drake. Like, hating Tim Drake because I think he's a crazy person because I love I love Superboy Superboy too I'm like you tried to clone your friend you crazy person yeah it's like everyone else hates him now because he's bi but it's like- I never liked you <laughs> and it's like I can't I I was literally like um Somebody said, I saw a, a post about Tim Drake on TikTok. I was mm. like, this is my safe place. First of all, how dare you delete? And then I was going to tweet the Tim Drake agenda or something because I used to say it all the time. And then now that's what the that's what the racist people are saying. That's what the. <sighs> it's like now you've deprived me of one of the few little joys I have in my it's life. It's like they all. They already ruined fandom. Now they have to ruin hater culture as well. Have life. <laughs> I have such such few pleasures in this world. There are <laughs> things I actually like, and being a hater is like eighty percent of it. That's what I do. It's eighty percent perspiration and. 20% hateration. No, it's 90% hateration. And <laughs> because I need, I have to have thoughts before I produce the foolery that comes out of my mouth. Like, when, <laughs> like my friend, um, like I knew my friend was like, she's always surprised when I'm a hater. But then when I do hater stuff, it's like it amuses her. She bought this book mm. called The Love Hypothesis. And I used to work with this friend. And I looked at the cover for a really long time. And I realized that it kind of looked like Kylo Ren and from different angles. And I'm like, hey, can I borrow that book? Can I can I see it? Mm. And then she's like, are you sure? <laughs> But I googled it, and before I did that, I googled it, and it was basically this lady's fan fiction about Kylo Ren and Rey, and I was like, oh, I'm throwing this book in the trash. I'm saving you. I'm saving you. I'm saving you. She didn't see it that way. So my trash can't anything away. That's so funny. Um, Okay. Deep breath. We're Uh, all the way out of the forgotten realm. we, We completely left. Let's go back. Um, so we they got they, away they, 
they got away, and then they decide we got to go back. We got to actually fight the the Red Wizard. We can't let this. Wait, happen. it's not even that they decided. They got guilted because they they got fully away in the boat. They're cheering. They're looking down at all their loot. They're like, "Woo!" And then they yep. see the re- the beckoning death. Yep. Above the city of Winter, and that kind of pissed me off because it's like a big red <laughs> mist, and how this arena when this broad is hovering above it with a horn spewing out yeah, red that's, weird. that's pretty weird um so we we go back we gotta fight the red wizard we got lots of fun uh magic-y stuff going on here we do a we do the the big hand they do a big gross hand and then and then justice smith does a big rock hand that was fun does that have a name oh, wait no first they lied to Reggae Jean Page. Well, Chris Vine lied. I mean, Edgen. Ed- mm-hmm. We will totally give back all of his ill-gotten gains to the people of Neverwinter. I was like, oh, you're lying. You're lying. But then they ended up having to do that to get everybody out of the arena because nobody moved when the yes. giant red mist came. Yep. The, the self-preservation the the of, of those people <laughs> is not their top priority. Listen, uh, background people in Dungeons and Dragons are never very smart because I should not have to tell you, do not, n- do not go out into the woods. You should know if your kids get kidnapped yeah. during our Christmas special, then they deserve to get kidnapped. Because why would <laughs> that is the thing that happened? I said I didn't want to participate, and they should go and find their own kids. Everybody overruled. Oh me. my god, that's funny. <laughs> so we. We do the big magic fight. <laughs> so we have a big magic fight. You know, it's it's like it's wizard magic. My friend's like, "What spell is this? What spell is this?" I'm like, "Do you really care?" And she's like, "No, I just know no, that you that you things. know things, and it makes me happy." When I was like, oh, "Loser," but it was That's sweet. So funny. Does the giant hand thing have a name? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't play a wizard. Well, actually, ironically. The I, you know I was like I don't do necromancy. The character I'm working on now is a wizard, sorcerer, multi class. So, so I actually yeah I was like I don't do, I don't do wizard stuff. That's for losers. Um, <laughs> even doing like earthy magic, I, I'm not very attuned to the ground either. And uh, oh, at some point she brings a statue dragon thing to life. That was pretty cool. Yeah, they thought they were like ah you missed, and they were like oh no. she missed. Uh, that was a fun. That was a that was a good kind of tropey, but always well used. Um, <laughs> you missed, did I? Um, the of, best part was that she doesn't react. She just kind of gets mad, but whenever she lands a really good blow, she just kind of stands there like a cowboy. Like yeah. And then I love that they do the. They got me. They really they they got me with the twist where she does the time stop thing, and they're all pretending to have been time stopped. Brilliant, nailed it. They got me on the twist. I thought they were. I thought they were going to need some Deus Ex Machina thing to save them, but they were all pretending. I just knew it. I was like, oh my gosh, no, all is lost. He's like, he's like, I don't know how to do it, and then they're to be frozen that was the most unserious part of the movie because why that did you even so do- funny 
But we forgot the actual twist that the reason why the Red Wizard even knew where he lived to go kill his wife was because he stole. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. When you do clownery, Edgen Darvis, it comes back to bite you. Mm-hmm. And so that's what he had this grudge against Red Wizards. And I'm like, I feel like you should you maybe just have this grudge against yourself because yeah. they didn't make it a secret that they yeah. were evil. Yep. Fair enough. And also, you never should have joined the Harpers if you needed money. And uh, so then we have uh, Holga gets killed. And I was like, this is actually starting to get to I was me. Like, oh my I, I wasn't really. I wasn't really getting emotional. I was mostly just having fun with this movie, but now I'm getting kind of emotional. Because it was a they... really good fight. Like, everybody jumped in on it. They're moving from different sides, different camera angles. Yeah. It, it goes from being arcane to Marshall. Dork is going from shape to shape to shape. They're really killing it. Yeah. It and then they explode cool. her. And then, um, yeah, and then so she gets she gets killed, and then she dies. And I really liked the because because I remember that earlier when I, I don't remember if I think Chris Pine said this to the fake daughter, but where he said that I realized I wasn't trying to bring your mother back, I was trying to bring my wife back. And he did, and that's when I was like, Oh my gosh, he's really giving his all. Yeah, recognizing the distinction between those two concepts was really impactful to me. I thought that was really cool, and then. They he they pay it off. Here. He brings her mother back. He brings back the person that she knew and was raised by. And uh, that was very cool. It's just the fact that he was like he's like, it can it only works once or something. And then she was like, do it. And I was like, why does she even really get input? This is kind of your thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, Hulk is gonna die right now. So, uh, Holga and this woman I've never met, I think I pick Holga. Yeah. And uh, I love that they, that they bring her back. And I love her reaction to it. That she says, don't tell, you, don't tell me you wasted it on me. Oh, that's a cool line. But I, I'm, I'm also too deep in Dungeons and Dragons because I was like, okay, who's got a diamond? Somebody's got to have a diamond. We need to revivify stat. <laughs> stat. Uh, God, that was, that was fun. I, I forgot thought, all about that stupid tablet. I, th- <laughs> it was I the thought first this thing. was a great movie. Am I missing anything? Oh, yes. Um, before they discovered that Holga was dead, Doric uh, jumped on the Red Wizard Lady, beat the dog shit out of her, literally wild shaped into an owlbear and was like, that was so fucking cool. Literally picked her up and was like, pop. Uh, like if you've ever seen the Avengers, the first one from 2012, where he oh, picked yes. up the Hulk. I mean, no, the Hulk picked up Loki and was like, yep. <laughs> "It did feel like that. It was so much fun." <laughs> she walked her like a dog. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was fun. Yeah, I love this movie. I love it yeah, a lot. Uh, I will, I will Lord, watch it again at some point. I absolutely will. Um, Lord Neverember, who's the ruler of Neverwinter, he woke up because the only reason why he was asleep was because of the Red Wizard Lady. Oh, they yeah. stopped Saz Tam's plan and the beckoning death. Um, what else happened? They all got awards, which was cool. Um, Zank Yandar picked up Forge. like right, He was trying to run for his life. and He was like, hello, look at me. I'm Reggae Jean Page. And I'm very handsome. I was the Duke. <laughs> and I... 
I love and also that. I'm Zimbabwean, which is uh, funny. And I love that. I love that. That leads us to the really great bit in the. I don't remember if it was a post-credit scene or if it was just the end of the movie where he's now telling the parole board his whole story. I think it was just the end because I think they didn't have a post credits. I think they just had like the really, really cool outro. Yeah. Um, they definitely had a post credit. Did they? Uh, oh, they yeah, did it, with the man. Yeah, it was that one of the uh, <laughs> one of the dead people who's still alive. The dead guy they just backed away from. Yeah, I still have one more question. Please ask me a question, someone. I mean, they were wrong for that. Like, and they like y'all can't go back and bury them people. Yeah, they should. People uh, steal bones and body parts in this world and the undead in general. But yeah, I love that the end is um, then Hugh Grant sees Jonathan. <laughs> oh, Jonathan! <laughs> he tries exactly what they did. First of all, why is Jonathan always late? They, I, yeah, I, someone needs to check on that guy's commute. Um, that they, I love that they've now bricked up the window that they used earlier. It's bricked and boarded. That was and so they put funny. curtains. They put curtains in front of it. So he so just slammed this poor man. It's the and, and, and he's saying, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. And the fact that that same lady, the one who said Jonathan really crazy in the, fir- the first time, and the one who mm-hmm. snitched on him, same lady. She's like, yep. Jonathan, get it together. <laughs> but oh, I love that this was like the one fantasy movie where not everybody is British because I'm sick of all these British people. I know yeah. too many British people. I went to school with too many British people. That's not everybody in fantasy needs to be British. I- That's very funny. Um, yeah. Uh, my final thoughts, it was a lot of fun. And I and had a I good time. It. It, was a, it was a great time. Um, do you have any like closing thoughts on it? Yes, this movie is amazing. It really showcases the importance of failure. Like, they actually said it almost word for word in the movie that failure is awesome because when you fail, you get to try again and again and again and again. And you never give up because if you give up, you give up the chance that you might win some other day. Yep. Inspiring. There you go with your inspiring stuff again. Thank you. (laughs) Also, Chris Pine, he was giving serving the whole time. The movie understood the importance of being sexy. And if you ever play as one of my players... Chris Pine looked the best I think I've ever seen him look. Like his hair, the the facial, like his whole look in this was so good. And the little little hint of gray, I was like, that's just something for the people. Okay, Chris Pine. Oh, he looked great. My favorite part of this movie actually was how disgusted... You guys, what I mean, how disgusted Holga was with Edgin. She talked to him <laughs> like he was ugly the whole time. Yeah, that's me. She was like, You repulse. And she found another little man to be with, maybe. Because <laughs> that, that's her thing, I guess. That's her um, But she she talked to him like he was regular, and he was like, <laughs> Okay. Okay. Uh, It was it was maybe the movie of the summer, except for the fact that it definitely came out in the spring. Um, the movie of the summer is going to be the Barbie movie. I think we all know at this point. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. 
Um, all right. We keep having weird technical difficulties today, and I don't know why. Um, it's probably because of all the detours. It's, it's from, <laughs> Spotify for podcasters just doesn't like how off track we get. Um, They're like, we've heard too much about how <laughs> thirsty you were for the cast of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. You are done. <laughs> I didn't even um, talk about everybody on Power Rangers Dino Charge was hot. Oh my god, they were though. They were the best. <laughs> Usually people for Power Rangers, they're like non-threateningly attractive in like yes. a bland way. So everybody's cute. Yes. But they, except for one of them who I won't name because it's very rude to say which one wasn't as hot <laughs> as the other one. But like, I think we both know which one that was. But everybody, <laughs> even, the, even the the excess Rangers. Because I was like, now why is the dad a Power Ranger and why is he hot? Yeah. What is the knight in shining armor? This is nonsense. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I, I realize I forgot to do a, a mail segment because I still don't know how to do mail segments. Um, but here we go. We put out a poll on the last episode. The poll was, which upcoming Star Wars project are you most excited for and why? And wait, 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 wait. Um, what are they? So the four options that I did, I, I didn't include everything that's upcoming. I just included the things that were either announced or we got a little bit more detail about at Star Wars Celebration, but aren't yet to the point of having a release date or a trailer, so I didn't include like the Ahsoka series that's coming out. Um, so the four things on the poll are Skeleton Crew, the new... It's apparently going to be like a... It was pitched as like a Goonies meets Star Wars. It's going to be like the cast is mostly kids, but it's not really a kid's show necessarily. Um, and Who would watch that makes, that? I don't know. I mean, I will because I'll watch everything that has Star Wars in it. Um, so we'll see. I'll let you know. Um, then the new Ray movie that's been announced. They announced that they're doing a new movie with. They were uh, serious with that. Yeah, there's going to be a new Daisy Ridley movie. Uh, it's, well, they can keep that. It okay. claims to be set 15 years after the Rise of Skywalker. But uh, she's still not going to be 15 years older. So how's that going to work? Maybe you know what? Up a little bit. No. That's none of my business. I'm not watching it anyway. I mean, by the time they make it, she'll be five or six years older. So, you know, age her up a little. Um, uh, they also announced that James Mangold will be directing a movie set something like 20,000 years ago that's going to be, or 20,000 years before all the other Star Wars stuff. It's going to um... be about like an ancient part of the Jedi Order or something. Good. Okay. Um, and then they've also announced that Dave Filoni will get to direct a movie that will supposedly kind of wrap up or at least interweave all these different like Boba Fett and Mandalorian and Ahsoka and all these shows that are going on around the same time period. And they're all okay. Cowboy hat. He could calm me down with that. (laughs) Listen, he, he, cowboy hat is so funny. (laughs) <laughs> Man, we got beef now because first of all i was watching the mandalorian my mom has been laughing at me since we watched episodes like i think one and two because uh-huh. i said mandalore looked like space florida and she was literally laughing about that at 4 a.m this morning she's not let that go but in my defense it did look like space florida was there not flying alligators that's true there were. that's i don't think that that's mandalore but 
that was on place, Mandalore. That place that they were at was uh, very Space Florida y. That um, did happen on Mandalore because it was right before he went into them creepy living waters. Okay. Okay. Um, I was serious about that. So then, we have. What? He's inflicted me with Bo-Katan so many times. You hate Bo-Katan. <laughs> I do. I hate her. I hate her sister. I had a good little TV when she died in Obi-Wan's arms. Actually, that was very traumatic. <laughs> that was actually very traumatic for me. You oh, know when God. you say something boldly because you're a hater? Well, you don't know. You're the fandom optimist. But I said that so boldly. Like, yeah, yeah I, I, I was can't happy when she died. It. I'm just so happy all the time with all this stuff. <laughs> I, I was like, that was the most optimistic I've ever been about this fandom when she died. No, I wasn't expecting her to die. I thought she was hypocrite and idiot. And I do believe she is responsible for the, ultimately she could be held responsible for both the Clone War and for the downfall of Mandalore. Um, <laughs> the Clone War thing is actually crazy because if you think about it, the clones are like slaves. Yeah. Um, so if she really wanted Pretty to end much. the war, I would have just legally gone to war with the Republic and been like, those clones are Mandalorian citizens. Yeah, we're fleeing, we're free and slaves. That's that's what you should do. Absolutely. That's a fair that point. Means, she was so anti-war. I'm like, how am I a kid? Well, I was like, maybe, was that? I think it was like 19 when I watched. I was like, this is the obvious answer. <laughs> so, slave. Slavery so is illegal the, in the Republic. Those are the four options I put on the poll. Do you have one of those four that you are most excited for? Or well, least, first of all, least unexcited for is probably the better word. I'm actually excited about one from the from the options that you've given me. Yeah, I want to see this ancient Jedi project because I'm very it fascinated by cool. Jediism. It doesn't even have to sound cool. I I love the James Jedi Mangled. stuff. He's great. Name another thing he's directed. Logan. See, that was the movie I was talking about when I said it was very confusing to me because he kept turning into an old man in the little kids movie. And then it kept reminding me of how he looks super old in the Wolverine movie. And I was like, it's not sexy, player. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Me and that. First of all, that movie was depressing. I don't get people who like that. It's sad, but it's very well directed. But it was um, like, like watching an old cowboy movie. Like if you watch the Magnificent Seven, I guess. And if, I like that kind of stuff, but I don't want to see that with Hugh Jackman. He's from Australia. I find that unserious. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so the poll results are zero percent for Skeleton Crew. Makes sense. Uh, That's the one with the kids. Yep, we got fifteen yeah. percent for Filoni's Mandoverse movie. Kick rocks, cowboy hat. Okay. We've got 35% for the new Daisy Ridley Ray movie. And 50% winning the poll for the ancient Jedi movie. You know what? Um, I just realized that I think I saw this poll at 2 a.m. Didn't understand what it meant and read. Like, if you wrote the words ancient Jedi, I think I might have voted on that poll. Fair enough. I mean, I can't blame you. Um, so the, the, uh, we have some comments that I will... Read, uh, Simon. Can Oritz I them? Writes... Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Simon Oritz writes all of them, and I completely agree. I'm very excited for all of these. Okay. Then we have, oh, this Twitter account is called, I can't pronounce this, Rico Brzezinska Supremacy. I'm probably saying that wrong, 
but sorry if I'm pronouncing your Twitter name wrong, uh, uh, wrote the new Ray movie for Daisy's Return and The Amazing Director. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Who's going to direct that? Uh, oh, God, wait. Uh, the name is escaping me. Hang on. Uh, new Ray movie director is Charmaine Obejnoy. Um I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. I might not I be. don't think you are. O- I don't O-B- even know who that is. O-B-A-I-D dash C-H-I-N-O-Y. And I'm not sure how to pronounce that. And that is ignorance, not disrespect, I promise. Uh, so. Um, Please send your finest hate comments to Go ahead, yeah. Criticize my, my pronunciation. No, oh, no, if you have something mean to say to Jordan, you send it to my <laughs> inbox. At True Believers P. And then we'll send <laughs> real them it, comments. She'll read those hateful comments on her show whenever I'm next on. Um, Wait, and, have you actually uh, been on True Believers? I don't think I have yet. Wow, we got You've been over that. here a few times, but I haven't been over there. Yeah, we'll come up with something. Um, and I've even Dylan had blue Pollock, That what? I've even had blue on. Like I think you might be like the yeah, lone. I might, be, I might be the only Hall of Pods uh, uh, podcaster to have not oh, appeared. No, we had to so. crossover. But That's I don't know true. if that counts. That yeah, by technicality, sure. Um, so Dylan Pollock writes: I feel there's more Star Wars than there ever should be. We're franchising too much, which eventually saturates even a hardcore fan's interest. I haven't gotten there yet. Uh, When given too much, it makes us want it less. I'll never love Star Wars as much as I did when it was six movies. That's fair. Uh, uh, That's that's a fair thing that I don't agree with. with I mess with that, actually. No, (laughs) I'll never love Star Wars as much as I did when there were only eight movies. Because when Rogue One came out, I fell in love. Rogue One is so good. Diego Luna is one of my favorite actors, and did they did not. Even, I actually have not, um, oh, because it's it's so good. I was uh, I was going through a lot when it came out, and I downloaded all the episodes, but I never watched them. But okay. I I'm ready to watch it now. I was just gonna watch it after I watched The Mandalorian, but then I kept seeing Bo Katan, and then like I think I started the <laughs> third episode or whatever, and I saw that Bob. I said. Yeah, just don't bother with Mando season three if you hate Bo Katan. It's not going to get better for you. Is um, she in every episode? I don't think it's every episode, but I can tell you the show is not going to get any better for you. Um, well, you should I check out say, Andor. You'll love it. Katie Sackoff, that Bob, she, she's <laughs> slaying. Okay, because that first, then seconds in Mando season two, where she had, they had her on as Bo Katan, I recognized that horrible Bob, and I was like, ew. But then she came back, that wig was right. It's laid, it is melted, it is giving scalp. Mm-hmm. But no, I agree. I agree. It's never been. It's never been as good as it was when there were eight movies. Um, That's that is entirely fair uh, of you. It's one that I do not share. I am happy to get weekly Star Wars or Marvel forever uh, because I love these things. Um, What was I going to say? Oh yeah, I responded to uh, Dylan's message saying if it makes you feel any better there's very little chance that all four of these things will actually happen because shit keeps happening behind the scenes of Star Wars. 
this stuff keeps getting announced and then never occurs. And uh, you remember knows, when the Game of point. Thrones guys were supposed to get their own movie, and then yep. they were like, "Oh, let's let's hurry up and finish Game of Thrones." And then the response to Game of Thrones last season was so bad that they couldn't go to Comic Con because people were waiting on them. Yep. Oh yeah. Um, God, what else has been announced that's been canceled? They had announced a new Ryan Johnson uh, trilogy, and then we just never heard from it again. And then they announced that Kevin Feige's going to make one, and then we never heard from them again. Does Kevin Feige and direct movies? I think this was supposed to be like, oh, it's a big deal. He's going to direct a movie for like the first time, and it's going to be a Star Wars movie. And then we just never heard from it again. And then they announced that Patty Jenkins was going to do uh, uh, a movie about fighter pilots in the Star Wars universe. And then Oh, she would be great for that. She would, and then it got shelved. And so it's like, we don't... Look, yes, they announced a bunch of shit at Star Wars Celebration. I don't think all of it's going to happen. <laughs> no, if they really want, um, if they really want to direct a really good uh, fighter pilot movie, they should get whoever directed the movie Red Tails. Oh, I don't remember who wait. that is. Wait a minute. I... But I know it is like a really famous director. Yeah, well, I think it might be pretty funny. Um, yeah, it's pretty funny. Do it. It's the answer is really funny. What is it like, Steven Spielberg? <laughs> it's George Lucas. <laughs> and I said that with my chest. I was like, you know, they want to make like a really good fighter pilot movie. Oh my gosh, Red Tail! It was so good. <laughs> Oh, there's no chance I could cut out, huh? Uh, no. I mean, if you really want me to cut it out, I will. But that's like the best part. That's of going in. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I already talked. Um, episode. <laughs> I I talked about sweat, teenage hormones. Oh yeah, this has been a great little roller coaster of an episode. Um, honestly, though, I don't disagree. If you brought in George Lucas to do a fighter pilot Star Wars movie, I'd be fine. Don't say his name anymore or I'm hanging up. <laughs> that bit is done. Um, but yeah, okay, so about the Patty Jenkins thing, that one especially, like all the other ones were like, okay, yeah, Ryan Johnson trilogy, whatever, Kevin Feige movie, whatever. Um, like you hear about him. But for Patty Jenkins, they, like, did a promo thing. They got an X-Wing and put it on, like, a real runway and had Patty Jenkins in the, like, flight suit, the, like, rebel flight suit. I think I remember that. Like, walking up to it and, like, yeah, my father was a fighter pilot and I'm so excited to make this movie. And then it got shelved and it just disappeared and no one ever talked about it again. Um, How the fuck did this happen to you? You know what? Actually... There is this one director who I have a suggestion for them because they don't seem to understand the the reason why Star Wars, like why the Jedi stuff is good when it's good is because they either have something like religious or philosophical to say without saying that. True. They need to get like somebody like Casey Lemons who have you ever seen the movie East Bayou? Uh, I think I have. I was like, you're white. So it's like, I wouldn't be shocked if you hadn't because I, the only people who I've ever spoken to who've seen this movie are like black. Okay. And literally Maybe from the Maybe South. I'm thinking of a different movie. But um, It's about this, this little girl who has visions and 
uh, do you know who Journey Smollett is? You should. Um, yes, and Sam yes. Jackson and Lynn Whitfield, the greatest of all black supervillains, and mm-hmm. Debbie Morgan, the prettiest lady ever, and Diane <laughs> Carroll, my acting idol. All these people, they're in this movie. This little girl has visions. Um, well, what they're of is really just buck wild. But, you know, she can see the truth but also lies and i don't know but that is like the most gorgeous 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 southern gothic style movie i've ever seen and i think if they applied her direct i think also she directed black nativity um which is i love black nativity but i don't understand why anybody else would (laughs) that's a backing the spade that sounds mean that's a really fun review of a movie. Is yeah, I vibe with it, but it ain't for everyone. I'm like, no, it's it's got stars that it cast. Like it's uh, Jacob Lattimore. He's the lead guy. His mom is Jennifer Hudson. Um, it's got Tyrese Gibson, Angela Bassett, Forrest Whitaker, mm-hmm. Mary J. Blige is in it as an angel, but also as wow. a regular lady. Luke James, pretty fame. So really good random rappers are in it because I think Nas was in it at one point. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. I mean, whenever you see a random rapper, you get excited. <laughs> Especially for me, if it's like Method Man, I'm like, oh, my God, it's Method Man every time, every time. Because if there's a comic <laughs> book show, Method Man is going to find a way to be on it. Nice. <laughs> Method Man was just in Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Oh, that's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a black superhero show. He already weaseled his way on. I, I say weaseled has a negative connotation. I'm sorry, yeah. Method Man. He already finagled his way on the one black superhero show. What was the other one? He was in Luke Cage. Oh, my God. Yeah. Shit. He was with Luke Cage as Method Man at that. But yes. Method Man has been trying to get chose for a long time. Method Man, you know, all the Wu-Tang Clan, they love comic books. And Method Man wanted to be Bishop in X-Men so bad. Oh. He wanted to get chose. <laughs> That's cool. Um, all right. I think I am out of things to say and my voice is tired. Uh, uh, thank you, everyone, who, who commented on that, that post so that I could read them. And I <laughs> please do it again. Uh, we, oh, we need a poll. That's the thing. We need to put out a poll. Ooh, what should the poll be? Um, um, character classes, locations. Uh, who is the sexiest character? character? Yeah. We could do that. Okay, it only lets us have four. So which four should we put in the poll? Um... Well, my old faithfuls are like sorcerer. So probably like fighter or paladin. Um, there's druids. What did people play in the movie? That seems pretty good. We could, yeah, we've got yeah, barbarians, sorcerer. We've got a bard. We've got a druid. We've got the paladin. What was uh, Holga's character? Class you know, I don't know because I just assumed she was a barbarian, but I heard that people got the stats on D and D Beyond, and she was statted as a fighter. So I kind of threw everybody off. Okay, which of those five should get left off of the poll? Mm, I don't know. I, oh, I don't know if it would be like offensive to leave any of the five off. Listen, um, 
I would leave any of them off in a heartbeat because the one the one martial class I've always wanted to play is monk. Monks do hella damage and okay, monks get enough. no representation. <laughs> but also okay. I think I don't know if I've ever expressed this publicly, but I think that the show Avatar The Last Airbender mm-hmm. was low-key bit off of Dungeons and Dragons because there's a monk I don't know when this class came out, but there's like a monk order or whatever that's like the order of the four elements. And yeah. I'm like, okay, you're a monk, order the four elements. Seems a little bit plagiarizing, but all right. Interesting. I've never thought of that. That's cool. That's an interesting thing. I'm telling uh, you, Jordan, you just got to get in the player's handbook. I got to. I got it. Um, okay, so we are going to put out that poll at some point. As always, if you comment on the poll, your comment will be read on the show uh, next time. Uh, oh, gosh, what is next time? Oh, I'm juggling so many different things right now. It's either going to be, and maybe I should put out a poll on this to see what, what people want to hear next. Uh, it's either going to be an optimistic retrospective of the Star Wars prequels. Or oh, can I, can I come for that? Of the... Uh, <laughs> Will you be nice? <laughs> About the prequels. Yes, I love the prequels. Okay. Um, maybe. Well, well uh, I can't remember. Man, I can't. I, I know I've got someone lined up for something. I can't remember what it was. I'll figure Tell that them out. I'll be, so, are they local? Because we can meet up at a Whataburger and fight it out. They, they are not, but uh, <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, do you like Whataburger? I love Whataburger. Okay, I got I haven't had Whataburger in so long. I no, I I used to love it. I just haven't had it in a while because I started counting calories at some point, and it basically forbade me to ever have a Whataburger. But since then, I have stopped counting calories because I stopped caring about getting fit. So um, I don't know. I, I need to go back to Whataburger sometime. It was like my I got a honey couch. butter chicken, a honey butter sauce. Like, cause you know they sell them at HEB. I got one yeah. in the refrigerator right now. Nice. <laughs> so uh, it's either going to be a retrospective on the prequels, a review of the Super Mario Brothers movie, or a review of the Mandalorian season three. How was the uh, Super Mario movie? You saw it? No. Oh, you haven't. Um, no, I wasn't interested. Okay. Um. So we'll see uh, which of those things winds up happening. Uh, so that means one, of those bad. Will be, one of those will be next week. No, I loved it because uh, I'm me. But ah. we'll, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what guest I get to see how balanced the, uh, the podcast is. Um, so one of those three things will probably be next week. And, oh gosh, what else am I supposed to say at the end of an episode? We are a member of the Hall of Pods podcast network. Chris is also a member of the Holopods Podcast Network. You can click on the link tree in the description of this episode to find all of my amazing podcasting friends. And yeah, you can follow us at Fandom Optimists on Twitter and Instagram. I need to remember to post this to Instagram. And you can also find uh, Chris and True Believers at... It's, it's different for Twitter and Instagram, isn't it? It is at True Believers Pod on Instagram and at True Believers P on Twitter. And if you want to find me personally anywhere, it's at Kittizen Kane. That's K I T T I Z N K A N E. Okay, cool. And I think that'll do it for us this week. So until next time, y'all, never apologize for loving your fandom. For loving your fandom. Stay, and try to stay optimistic. I will talk to you next week. <laughs>